Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? This is J.A. Jones. Welcome to Spiritual Solutions, Spiritual Thinking, how we are going to provide answers to your questions as it relates to mental health, as it relates to your money, as it relates to your life. Here on this platform, we discuss several things and everything that relates to you. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Healing Lab. Today I am at the Healing Lab where we are developing things and experimenting with things and putting together data, uh, statistics, and things that will help you to get better. And that is my purpose, is to help you to reach your purpose in life, no matter where you are, no matter what side of the tracks you were born on, the east side, the west side, the south side, the north side, it doesn't make a difference based on what side you came into this world. But the main thing is that you are here and you have a purpose. So I am here to help you to discover it, to get to that place of recognizing it. But today it's about mental health maintenance, reasons people live paycheck to paycheck. Have you ever heard of that expression before? Some people may call it paycheck to Monday, meaning they get paid on Friday. They could get paid on Thursday night and the mood is just right. You know, they're in a good mood, they're in a good attitude because they got money in the bank or the check made it to the mailbox. But guess what? Monday morning, they're broke busted and disgusted <laughs> for whatever reason. So I want to help you today and encourage you to help you to know and to recognize some reasons people live paycheck to paycheck. Now I want you to know personally, my story is this. That's where I used to be. Now it wasn't purposefully, but it just happened. I was not taught how to manage money. I wasn't taught how to have relationships about much things, but I was taught to take responsibility for my actions. I was raised to keep my word. I was raised to treat people how you want to be treated. I was definitely raised that way to say, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, or whatever it is. I always uh, had a right attitude and the frame of mind is to treat people right. Okay. That was for sure. You know, I was raised to work hard for my money. You know, my father taught me that. My mother taught me that for sure. So I had some good upbringing as it relates to that. But when it comes to money, that's a whole nother story because there were many days my money got funny. In other words, my money went out the door. I don't know where it went. <laughs> 
My money came in a bank and sooner or later it was gone. Within four or five days, especially a week later, you know, there were times, you know, I was just looking at the clock to see when the money would hit the bank. And sometimes when I write a check, I would tell people, you cannot deposit that check today. Please wait till Monday morning. Or can you wait till next Friday when I get paid? Now that's bad. That's no way to live, without a doubt. But knowledge is empowering. Once I got the right knowledge, I had the right attitude, and I found myself on the right path. So I've learned how to not live paycheck to paycheck. Now, with addressing mental health, okay, I think every month needs to be Mental Health Awareness Month. We are approaching, we are definitely approaching in our country where I'm living in the United States of America, the holiday season, Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and anniversaries and birthdays and buying gifts for this family and for those friends and all of those things which are good, but when the next year rolls around and you use credit cards a lot, a lot, okay, MasterCard want their money. Mm -hmm. American Distress or American Express, they want their money. Discover, debt, want their money. Some people call it Discover Card. Yeah, you get points, but it's not enough to pay your bill. But either way, we got to understand how mental health is connected to paycheck to paycheck. Here's some thoughts here. I got this off the net. How can mental health problems affect your finances? That's a good question. People diagnosed with mental health problems such as bipolar and depression, chronic depression, or whatever it may be, they say they're more susceptible to debt problems. Now, there are many reasons why mental ill health can affect the management of your money your finances. Now, it goes on to say, this particular article, a lack of energy can make it harder to keep track of your money. How true that is. Or rash or unwise decisions can result in spending money on things people can't actually afford. How many of us know that's true? Come on, talk to me. Now, it says in more serious cases, taking time off work may cause a sudden reduction in a person's income and being admitted into the hospital can also make it harder to keep up to date with their bills. Mm, mm, mm. Bills are just crazy, ain't it? All right. Mental health problems and conditions such as dementia may also result in people having difficulties making decisions about their money. How true that is. Those that are listening, you know that's true. Now, let's go to another question. How can debt affect your mental health? A 2010 study from the Royal College of Psychiatrists found that half of UK adults in problems, uh, in debt problems, in other words, are also living with mental ill health. These are ranged 
or they arrange from a consistent feeling of anxiety and low moods to diagnosed mental health disorders. Much of debt-related anxiety can be to do can be due to the lack of support from creditors and from the individuals surrounding families, friends, or employers. Debt can be considerable burden. Yes, it can be a considerable burden. Yes, it is, and yes, it can. Now, it can make things worse, especially when you're alone. Another issue of debt anxiety is the lack of quality sleep. Now, that happens often. You know that? When you have a lot of bills, now, that's where I used to be. Sometimes you wake up early and you go to bed like you go to bed late because you're thinking about how you're going to pay those bills coming up next week or tomorrow. You work hard for your money. You don't have one, two, sometimes three different jobs, but yet you cannot make ends meet. So sometimes you lose a good night's sleep and that can affect your mood the next day and your energy levels. It can also have a knock-on negative effect in other areas of your life, such as your family, how you interact with them, or even your career, without a doubt. All of these things, in turn, can contribute to a person's debt problem. I think Jackie Gleason said how sweet it is, but I'm here to let you know today how true it is. There's some reasons people live paycheck to paycheck. As someone said, paycheck to Monday. They're broke. They're busted. They're disgusted. I hate being broke. I don't like being broke. I hate not having enough money to pay my bills. It got to me. It definitely got to me. I don't know if it gets to you, but you shouldn't live in that state. There's a way to get better. There's a way to have more money. You got to be able to manage your money. So I'm going to talk about some reasons. Let's get into it. That's the meat of this platform today, however you're going to listen to this. Uh, but reasons some people live paycheck to paycheck. Here's the first thing in my heart is this. What I think about is this. You got to have a vision. You know why people live paycheck to paycheck? They don't have a vision. They can't see themselves no other place than where they are. That could be identity problem. They cannot see themselves getting out of debt. The principle is this. In the book of Proverbs, it tells us where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law is happy. <laughs> happy is he. He that keepeth the truth, the word, principles for life living. Do you have a vision for your paycheck? Do you have a vision for your money? Do you have a vision to get out of the rat race, to get out of debt, to get out of financial bondage? That's what it is. The borrower is slave to the lender. Do you have a vision? Without a vision, the Bible tells us, this principle tells us, as you read it and, it, and you listen to it yourself, without insight. And what this means, without, where there is no vision, the people perish, is this. Where there is no self-discipline, 
people perish. In other words, they have no control because they are out of control. Discipline helps you to have control. Discipline is giving yourself a command and doing it. Telling yourself you got to get up when you're laying in the bed and you don't hit the snooze button more than once. You got to have discipline. You got to have discipline in the first place. Once you have discipline, you're on your way to seeing yourself out of this bondage and into freedom. Free, free, I'm free. Okay, all right, I won't sing today. But <laughs> you got to have a vision, okay? You got to see yourself. That's what I mean. I'm not talking about, you know, dreaming at night or waking up. Oh, I got an epiphany. Well, that could happen. But you have to purposefully say, I'm sick and tired of being in debt. I'm sick and tired of where I am. Because it's stressing me. It's causing relational issues. It's, calling, it's causing emotional issues in my life. Because the principle, the book of wisdom, the book of Proverbs says, when you can't see yourself going further than where you are, that's where you're going to stay. But you got to have discipline in order to make it happen. The second reason is this. They pay no attention to their debt. There's so many people that have debt, but they never look at their checkbook. They never reconcile their bank statements. They just spend, spend, spend and spend some more, and then all of a sudden, six months or a year later, they realize they're getting ready to bounce a check after they bounced a check. They didn't realize it, but sooner or later, when the check bounces, that means the check is no good, then they find themselves on the no good checklist when they walk into a store and people look at their ID and they say, you can't use this check here because you done bounced 10 checks in the last eight months or eight weeks. <laughs> you have to pay attention to your debt. Some people have this thought out of sight, out of mind. Nope, 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 nope. Really? 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 No, it's not out of sight, out of mind. The Bible tells us this. Oh, let me look at the book of Proverbs, chapter 22, verse 7. The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is slave or servant to the lender. Anytime you borrow something, you got to pay it back. Or at least you should. I remember back in the day, I had a Walmart, I'm going to put it out, a Walmart credit card, $500. I paid it faithfully on time, and I put an extra $5 on it. And one day I got a phone call from Walmart, or I looked at my uh, bill, actually. I looked at my statement, first of all, and the interest rate went up from 18 to 26 because I try to check my statements every month if I had credit cards. So I called them. I said, what's the problem? I only owe $325. Yes, I had a $500 limit. And this is what they told me. I said, why did my interest rate go up? Please check to see if I made my payments on time. And they said, yes, sir. You made your payments on time. But in our policy or in the fine print, we have the right to raise your interest rate at any time. Wow, I was hot, I was steamy, I was upset because I thrived on making my payments on time as well as not having an incredible, crazy interest rate. 
So from that day on, after I hung up, I was nice. She was nice, but she was just telling me the truth. Because the Bible says that, or the book of Proverbs said that as well. When you borrow money from creditors, they own you. They can do what they really want. They really can't, but they really do. <laughs> so from that day on, I made it my life's effort to pay the rest of the 300 and something off, and I paid it off quickly. And I cut up that credit card. Never again am I going to allow a creditor to tell me, at least credit cards, that is, we own you. We can raise the interest rate if we choose to. Because I paid attention to my bank statement or to my credit card statement. You got to pay attention to your debt. If not, your debt will overcome you. Your debt will drown you. Your debt will bring you down. God's plan is for you to go up, not down. The third reason is this. Let's move on. My goodness. They do not have a contingency fund. Some people call it a stash, mad money, reserves, something to fall back on, a rainy day fund, ace in the hole, ace in the hole. That's almost like a golf term. A hole in one. No. Okay, this is different, right? Okay, I got it. An ace in the hole. You know how a golfer hit the ball off the tee and it goes 300 and plus yards and it goes straight in the hole. I think they call it a hole in one. Okay, I know that. Come on, stay with me. Or an emergency fund. However you want to look at it, a contingency fund. I like contingency fund. The principle tells us in Proverbs, there is treasure to be desired and all in the dwelling of the wise. But a foolish man spends it all up. Mm -hmm. So you got to store things up. You got to store choice all. You got to have some reserve because life will happen. You may need to get some new tires. Your battery may die on you. You may have to have some brakes that cost a couple of hundred dollars. So you need a rainy day fund. The Bible tells us that. Proverbs, the book of wisdom, said you have to store things up because the rainy days are coming. Problems will come. Murphy, somebody said, will show up at your door. Murphy's Law. If it can go wrong, it will. And if it goes wrong, you have money. Hopefully, you will say if you're single, have at least $500 in the bank and don't touch it. If you're married, have $1,000. Either way, you will have a little cushion and it won't sting as much when you got to get your car fixed and it costs a couple hundred dollars or $510. You can find $10 if you got $500, but I believe the real goal is to have $1,000. let us go to the next one. They do not give. That's why people live paycheck to paycheck because they're stingy. They're stingy. <laughs> they hold on to things. It's more blessed to give, okay? Here's the principle. It says in Acts chapter 30, actually, Acts chapter 20, verse 35. I'm going to read the last half just for time's sake. You can go back and read it later. Acts 20 and 35. It is more blessed to give than receive. You have to give. Your hands cannot be closed. You have to open them up. You have to open your wallet up. Give to something bigger than you. Give your tithe. Give your offering. If you don't believe in tithe, just give a portion of your income. It don't have to be 10%. It can be way more. I personally give 
15 to 20%. Okay? I'm above the 10. I don't get stuck on the 10 because God has blessed me with everything I have. So it already belongs to him. I'm a, I am going to be a good steward of my money. There are so many people that do not give to the church or give to something worthy of their giving. You got to do that. If not, I guarantee you, believe me, you're going to be self-centered instead of helping somebody else. You're going to find yourself living paycheck to paycheck or paycheck to money. Monday, okay, M-O-N-D-A-Y. That's the first or the or, or, or Monday when people go back to work for the most part. You know, people that in uh, hospital, retail, and other businesses, they work seven days a week. The other thing is this. I think it's the fifth thing. Woo! People spend more than they earn. They spend more, okay? That's what you call digging a deeper hole of debt. That means you're deep. You're deep in debt. That's not good to be deep in debt. You can be deep in revelation. You can be deep in understanding. You can be deep in your theological attitude and mindset. You can be a deep thinker. It doesn't make a difference how deep you are in those other areas, but once you're deep in debt, boy, it's going to be tough to get out of that hole. It's going to be a real big hole in one. That's correct. That's what I said. Okay. Rather than a hole in one or an ace in a hole, that thing going to be over your head and it's going to be overwhelming. The next thing is this. They invest in everybody else rather than themselves. You have to grow. A goal will make you grow. It's not about the destination. Really, it's about you growing through the process. I love to set goals. I love to set spiritual goals, relational goals, mental goals, financial goals, uh, health goals. You've got to set goals. Goals help you to grow. So that means you got to invest in yourself. Read a book. Someone said, if you want to hide a treasure, put it in a book. Because people don't read enough. Readers are leaders. And leaders are readers. So you have to have goals. But the main point is this. Invest in yourself. Okay? Invest in yourself. Grow your head. Grow your mind. Grow your life. Grow. 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 And then you'll realize all of these other points or reasons are important. In order for you to get better, you got to get better. All right, here we go. People live or they live in the bliss of the moment. Instead of focusing on their financial future, people live impulsively. They have a lot of impulse buying. When people go into the store, you know what they be playing in the department store? Elevator music. They are playing sweet music, calming music. Some people may call it shopping music to help you to shop better. You know, when you go to the grocery store and you get in the checkout line, you know, all of the little goodies to the left and right. They have these Esquire magazines. They have these latest things on Hollywood people or athletes. They want you to buy those magazines. Then on the right, they have these candy bars. You know, that's called impulse buying. Okay. You don't want it, but you still got to get it because you're in the right spot for the right moment. Don't allow yourself to get in the flesh or to become 
a person, like an impulse person. In other words, you didn't plan on it, but all of a sudden you went into the store to get three items and you walk out with 15. Really? Do you really need the 15 items that you just got out of the grocery store or the department store? Did you charge it or did you pay cash? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. If I'm not talking to you, you can tell that to somebody else. Did they charge it or did they pay cash? I'd rather pay cash. Charge. You got to pay for it later. If you don't pay it off in 30 days, there's going to be an interest that will incur. And if you don't pay it off that, the interest is going to compound. It's going to keep going. You're going to be paying for a Snickers bar or a candy bar three times as much, much as you if you charge it, especially if you don't pay it off. So don't live in the happiness of the moment. Don't allow those things to get you to go for the bait. I mean, elevator music, you know, people, family, friends. Don't put pressure on yourself. Sometimes you just have to show up to the dinner. You don't always have to bring a gift. Just tell them you can't afford it. You don't have the money for it today. Hallelujah. Yes. I don't have the money. Just say, don't tell them, show me the money. Show me the money. No, just say, I don't have the money. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me calm down. Okay. Uh, show me the money. You can't show people your money because your money is funny. Save your money. Okay. Save your money. You need your money. Store your money up. Invest your money. Do the right thing with your money. It takes money to live. So don't get caught up in the emotional swing in the holiday season. Yes, I love Christmas. I love Thanksgiving. But you know what? If you go outside of your house, if you watch enough television, time vacuum, if you listen to certain music, it puts you in the mood. Now, you, I know you have a favorite uh, song you like to hear. I know you have a favorite group you like to hear or some instruments. And it kind of puts you in a mellow mood. Uh, it could put you in a, a mood to be more happy or joyous. It could be Christian music, gospel music. It could be jazz. It could be whatever it is. You need a shift or a change in your mindset. So you put on some music or you put on a word. You put on some preaching or teaching. You put it on and it kind of shifts your disposition at the moment. And that's what the world would do. They're marketing to your mood. Swing. And they want your mood to swing the pendulum to swing their way so you can buy more than you really need to buy. Because they know you can charge it. All right. Here's the last thing, and I'm going to be done today about living paycheck to paycheck. Reasons people live paycheck to paycheck. My last point is this. They don't know how to say no. Okay, let me break it down. They don't know how to say no. I can't say no because she said yes to me, so I got to buy her something. I can't say no because it's Christmas time. I can't say no because, you know, I owe them. I can't say no because I feel bad or I look bad if I say no, if I don't buy this for them, really. 
and you know you can't afford it, just say no or just say not now or later. Sometimes it's just good just to be there. I said that a while ago. Learn to say no more. When to, I'm talking about say no to yourself. Don't worry about nobody else because ain't nobody else paying your debt. Now, if, if they is, if they are, if they is, if they are, it's all right, I guess. Unless they're paying your bills. But you got to learn to say no. Say no to impulsive buying. You got to look in the mirror sometime before you leave the house, especially if you know you're going to be tempted later on in that day and you're going out with some friends or you're hanging out with yourself and you want to show yourself a good time. It's all right to do that, but there's a time and place for everything under the sun. Okay? Sometimes it's good to tell yourself no or not today. And I guarantee you, you'll keep more money in your pocket, more money in your bank account, and you'll be able to do more with it later. These are some of the reasons people live paycheck to paycheck. In order to realize financial success at whatever level, or in order to get better, because my goal is to help you to go from a bad place to a better place. And then you can go from a better place maybe to a best place. But let me help you to go from bad to better. If you are bad in any one of these reasons, I'm talking to you. Or you may have some family members that are bad in these areas. So in order to realize financial success, you must change your mindset about money and life. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, Click the like and follow button. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.